going on everybody welcome to the show with the other guys i'm joel and this is Bo, and we're really excited to talk to you today about uh, christopher nolan's brand new movie called tenant and here is a uh, quick uh trailer for the movie check it out we all believe we've run into the burning building But until we feel that heat, we can never know. You do. You chose to die instead of giving up your colleagues. That test you passed? Not everybody does. Welcome to the afterlife. Just to let everybody know, this is a spoiler video. Please do not watch this. Do not listen to this without watching the movie. No doubt. Because it will... It will super, ruin the movie for it you. Will super, you're going to be super confused to see the movie. But if you watch this or listen to this and then go see it, you'll be super duper confused. Absolutely. You're going to okay. be double confused. It's like confused squared. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. That's more than double confused. Is it? Yeah. Oh, it's like math, man. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Uh, so, we are talking about the movie Tenant today, and we've been meaning to do this for a little while now, but the first time we saw this movie, we walked out of the movie theater and said, we, ca- we can't talk about that. There's, I don't, I, don't, I don't even know what happened. We're like, let's take a 30-second timeout and watch it again. Yes. So... Jumping forward into the movie ratings for this movie, um, critics have given a pretty fair score. On Rotten Tomatoes, it's received a 73%. Audience score has given a 76%. And IMDb is pretty consistent with that at a 7.8. So, like three-fourths of people are saying this is a really good movie. And I think that is coming solely from the fact that it's Christopher Nolan. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think that Nolan has gotten this persona of creating these spectacles and Mm, visually awesome movies yes and i like we'll get into this in a little bit in terms of like the director rank and where it ranks where this like this is his 11th film that he's released and 11 yeah yeah, this is his 11th film that he's released and we're going to get into ranking and everything later but i think people would probably rank this higher on the list just because just because it's nolan like you said yeah. Um, so uh, this is obviously directed by Christopher Nolan. It's starring John David Washington as the lead actor in this movie. As, as the protagonist. Yes. Doesn't have a name in this the movie. This is actually his 13th movie. I think that's including the short, like some of the oh, short films. Oh, maybe. You're probably right. Okay. I think he has I thought 11 feature films. Oh, you're probably right. Okay, go ahead. So John David Washington yes. who is the protagonist. Uh, Robert Pattinson as Neil. Uh, Kenneth Branagh. Am I pronouncing that right? I don't know. Branagh. I think it's Branagh, not Branagh. 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 It's definitely Silent, not that. Silent F. Definitely not that. Okay. Um, and I mean, Elizabeth Debicki. Uh, and the release date was at the beginning of September. And I am actually going to have to read this straight off of IMDb for the synopsis of this movie just to make sure I don't botch it. So given credit to IMDb on this one. Um, all right. The plot of this movie, armed with one word, tenant, and fighting for the survival of the world, a protagonist journeys through a twilight world of international espionage on a mission that will unfold in something beyond real time. Which I explained as the perfect explanation for this movie, because you hear that and you're like, what does that mean? But you see the movie and you're like, what does that that, that that mean? mean? Yeah. So, perfect explanation. So, give me your first impressions. Okay, so I have seen this movie twice. I literally just got out of the theater like less than an hour ago. But the first time that we watched, I think there was a little bit of a mistake in the theater. I think NCG had the bass way too loud or something because it like blew us out of the water. Like we couldn't hear anything of what they were saying. The music was so loud. We walked out we're like... Can you guys, are you still, you still there? 
we couldn't hear anything. But this time was so much better. Um, but so first impressions from the first time watching it were it was this movie is very difficult to understand through the talking masks. They talk through masks a lot. It almost needs subtitles. Um, it would almost have, I would have preferred to because I watch all movies in subtitles anyway. So I would have preferred to have watched this at home, um, which is weird being a Nolan movie. Um, I think this movie needs about minimum 10 watches to understand it. I've seen it twice and I'm like, I'm getting there. <laughs> I need I need eight more. I'm getting there. Um, and my final thing is, this was my first, remember, first impression when we walked out. I said, right. I thought this movie is either so incredibly complex that no one will ever understand what it means or Nolan out Nolan himself and even he doesn't know what's going on. Right. Second time, I get it a little bit more. But like I said, I need eight more watches to be like firm and understanding that I don't understand this movie. Yes, I agree. Okay. Yes. What about okay. you? Uh, I would agree. I need to watch it that many more times at least, to, at least 10 to times. make sure that I don't understand it at that all. That I don't understand that I'm understanding the movie. Yes. Okay. Uh, my first impressions, I felt similar to, uh, similar to you with when we walked out of the theaters, I, I think the first thing I yelled at you and Lindsay was, do you guys still have eardrums? Because mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know if I'm deaf or... It was just so loud. So Even loud. Even when it was like subtle music, like you couldn't understand the what they were saying. So like the first time we watched it, 50% of what they said, I did not know what they said. No and doubt. that part, that played into the confusing part of the movie. Yes. But this time it was much quieter where it needs to be. And I, I felt better about it. Okay. So I felt like it was really, really loud. And I felt like the movie, like the movie trailers. I, okay. Let me tell you, let me say this first. I hate it when movie trailers give away parts of the plot that are supposed to be revealing within the movie. So you are watching the movie and you you are going through and there's a plot reveal mm-hmm. within the movie, but that's already been, re- like you've already seen that in the trailer and they give away that info in the trailer. I hate it when that happens. Mm-hmm. This didn't do that. I was like, about to say, did this do that? This movie okay, definitely didn't do that, do that, but I feel like this movie lied to us about what it was about. Because when you watch the trailer, you think that this movie is about uh, somehow, some way, this is a uh, an, another action filmed or action thriller movie like inception well there were rumors in the beginning that this was a follow-up or prequel sequel type deal to inception right which it's not like there were there was speculation from people on like boards or whatever yeah that that said that and it's definitely not that but you would think that this had something to do with people being able to move in reverse and it wasn't even about that either like i feel like that was not even that well that's much of the movie for me that gets into the bad part of the movie like our little bad section yeah because that part was incredibly confusing so i i understand what you're saying but you can keep going right so i felt like from what i thought this movie was going to be about it wasn't at all like at at its core this movie is Christopher Nolan's like James Bond, like spy movie. Mm-hmm. Like this is an espionage. I, I think IMDb even said that. Like it's an espionage spy movie with people sneaking around, pretending. Is there another bug? In it here came back this time. It's, I thought I had it. It better not be on my face again. It's in my. Oh, it's on your mic. That's crazy. Two in a row. He's determined. I saw him like floating around, but I was like, I'm just going to get him when he like gets close to me. And then I missed. He like was stuck in between my fingers. Okay, go ahead. Oh. Yeah, this is Nolan's like spy movie. Sneaking around, I am pretending to be somebody else that I'm not. Like, we don't even know the main character's name. Doesn't even have one the whole time. It's literally the protagonist. So, um, anyway, that's, I feel like that's enough on first impressions on what we thought when we first came out of the movie. Um, Give me a few of the really good things that you felt like came out of this Um, movie. I only had a few to good things right so the editing is actually phenomenal like i agree i don't know how that happened how they did that i would love to have sit to be sitting in the editing room looking over the editor's shoulder and like watching this or like film editing oh it's actually her name was jennifer lame i would love to have been sitting in the room with her while she was editing this film because i was like Mm mm-hmm 
it's like half backwards and half forwards or I'm sorry, half inverted and half reverted or whatever. It's like, how did she do that? And like, how did he, how did Nolan like direct it that way? Right. See, that, it, that was crazy to me. Um, the only other good thing was the music was really good the second time. So when it's like this, the volume that it's supposed to be, it was actually really good. Like it's very subtle, but it also like plays into the movie and it's very Nolan esque score. Like you thought it was Hans Zimmer because, and it's not, but you think it is because that's, it's kind of very Hans Zimmer, Nolan esque type, right, right. type score. So that was it. That's all I had for the good. So I had both of those where I felt like filming in forward time and then also having the people work in an inverted time. See, but I don't think they were working inverted. I think that everything was filmed forward, but they edited things to make it look like they would take the forward thing and then back it up while back it up, play it in reverse at the same time as playing it right, forward, right. which was nuts. Right. However they did that, I thought that was phenomenal. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean... The way they filmed that was phenomenal, and the way that or the way they edited it, mm-hmm. however they edited it, it was phenomenal. Um, I thought the practical stunt work was amazing. Yeah, I thought that the fact that he was able to make this movie and the scenes that they have mm-hmm. where it's where it looks like it's moving in forward time, and then the however they edited it to do an inverse time at the same time, sure. and it's in the same scene. To not do that with hardly any CGI was amazing. It blew my mind. Like, honestly, thinking about it, I was like, I don't even... I can't even think about it that much because it, like, hurts my brain. Right. Because you're like, how did you do that? I don't know. But it was... I mean, yeah, I totally get it. I, I understand what you're saying. I thought the score was really, really good when it was not dialed up to 200. Yeah. If it's supposed to be at, like, 85 for normal theaters, the first theater we saw it in was, like, 275. And it was like, whoa. <laughs> yes. Is is that thing where it was like making the speakers go, <laughs> busting yes. the speakers? That's what it was doing. Uh, I thought Kenneth Branagh and Robert Pattinson were great as well. Yeah, Robert Pattinson is turning into one of those. Um, actually, I'll talk about him towards the end when we talk about actors. Okay, I'll save that for that because I have some things to say about him. Yeah, I thought K- K- Kenneth Branagh was Branagh, Brant Branagh. Uh, Kenneth Branagh was amazing just because he was so even kill at moments and then all of a sudden at like the flip of a switch he was like a terrifying villain i so mean one terrifying one, so there was one scene in particular when they go into like this room and he's showing he's showing cat all the guns right and then she right. says something to him and he just like he's like super calm and then he just like and then snaps, snaps. Dude. i was like whoa that was good yes and at the, at that moment, my hand started sweating because mm-hmm. I was like, "Cat hurt is somebody. done for." Yeah, and he's gonna end her. She's toast dead, hundred percent. Um. All right. What about the bad? Okay. So um, I feel like ours are gonna probably be yeah, pretty so similar. You, you with get this. very very lost in the details, like all of the details that go along with what's going on in the movie. Trying to keep up, and like un- you're trying to understand them, but keep up because the movie goes so fast. The first 45 minutes is like blistering pace, trying to keep up with everything that's going on. So by the time you get into the like the meat of the movie, they're adding more things, like there's more layers, but you haven't even understood the first like six layers. Yeah, I'll, I'll add yeah, I'll add on to that to where like it drops you into the middle of the action where It's almost like, you know, the the only inception type part of the movie was what you know how Inception, he's like, hey, do you ever really know how you get into a dream? You're like, no, you just right, kind of there. Right, That's kind of how this movie starts. You're like, exactly. why are we here? Yeah, they drop you into the middle of this scene, this action-packed scene. You're like, what are we doing here? I don't know what's happening. And then all of a sudden, time just keeps progressing, and your your brain is constantly trying to catch up with mm-hmm. the plot. And then all of a sudden, you get to like the second act, and they start to you now just start to introduce time inverted yeah and now you're like i understand nothing because yeah. as soon as you felt like because i looked at my watch and it hit like 56 minutes into the movie or whatever and i started to see little bits of piece of pieces of information start to pull together i'm like okay nolan is starting to make the bigger picture uh uh, like make me understand what the bigger picture of this all this is. And I'm, I was like, okay, we're going over the hill. And we're about to 
like hit the tipping point and all of a sudden they introduce a lot more stuff yeah time inversion and you're like okay i'm totally lost again right so and i had put to go along with that i had put the scene where john david washington gets on the boat with kenneth branoff branoff like when they get on that that yacht for the mm, first time yeah that whole scene however many scenes that is those couple of scenes where you're kind of like trying to figure out what their whole relationship is going to be correct is yeah. very very confusing because right. you're like what are they talking about let's hold, they, hold off on that okay i want to talk about that in just a sure. minute um so i think we could both agree that probably the biggest like the the biggest thing that was like bad about this movie was it was unnecessarily confusing like i yeah. feel like he like nolan like you said out tried to out nolan himself and made the plot so complicated well see he made inception and inception eventually was able to be understood right and then he made interstellar and interstellar i was a little bit more you're complex you're, you're like it's like the next layer of complex, but you eventually get it right after a couple watches. But this one, it's like, I'm never going to understand this movie. Like it doesn't matter how many discussion boards I read or people explaining the plot. I'm never going to understand this movie. Yeah. I, I, I feel that way mm-hmm. currently. I, f- so I didn't say this with the good. I feel like every, with every watch, I feel like the movie will get better though. Do you think so? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're only going to understand more. And we'll talk about another video that does a really great job explaining the plot in a little bit. And I think after watching that video that explains the plot, going back and watching it for a third time, well, I will understand it so much more. Right. Well, I say so much more. So much more, but still not 50%. If that makes sense. (laughs) Right. Okay, so I'm going to give you a few scenes here for the MVP award for best sure. scene. Um, and I, it's it's hard to break these down and break break these down into specific scenes because Nolan takes each sequence and it's just so extrapolated out like into long sequences in this movie. So every I, scene comes back. Right. I feel like every scene yes, it returns back to almost every scene that you've already seen because of the inverted time, but each of those scene scenes and sequences are like so long. So I felt like there was only 10 scenes in this whole movie. Um, so one, I had the, maybe mu- like 10 settings, right? Yes. Yeah. I, I see so the that. Mumbai break in scene to Priya's house where, yeah, see, where I didn't like that, that pr- scene protagonist sure. and Robert Pattinson are scheming up a way to break in and mm. then basically hold, hold this, I, I and I can't even, I don't even know. Maybe you'll be able to explain I have no it. idea Priya, what... Priya is an arms dealer in I India. I guess, sure. I think, and she's, she, there, I, I kind of recognize it at the end. There, She is some kind of, like, symbol in this movie. Like, there is something that she represents as far as helping you understand the movie, but I, can't, I haven't figured out what her purpose is. Other than, like, we know what she does, and we know her name is Priya, but, like, there's another purpose as far as why her character was written. Does that make sense? Yes. I don't know what it is that she does, but eventually I'll figure it out. So I have that scene where they're scheming up a way to break in and the way he films that they basically go through this like break into her, her home is pretty cool. I thought, so that's one, that's one scene. And when they, um, this is basically when Robert Pattinson, like Neil and the protagonist first, essentially from the protagonist viewpoint, first come into contact with each other and become partners. Mm-hmm. Um, not from Neil's standpoint. And he just comes out of nowhere. Right. And he basically, Neil is acting as if I've never met you before. Right. But Neil has known the protagonist for years. You learn at the end of the movie point. that they've known each other. It's weird. So I felt like that was pretty cool when that comes back around at the end of the movie. You know, you keep doing this. And like when he's explaining to John David Washington, that, that rando guy, when he's like, tenant. Yes. It's like tenant, tenant. the word tenant. 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 Yeah. Uh, whatever that means. So, yeah, the whatever symbol. the hand motion this is. This is the symbol tenant. for tenant. So, that was one scene that I had on there. The Oslo, the Oslo scene, when they 
steal an airplane and crash it into the okay, hangar. Okay, so I have that one. That on whole, top of that, with the inverted fight sequence. That whole, I have the fighting sequence and the plane part. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. So that was one scene that I had. And then the Stalsk 12 battle sequence. Yeah, so that's my uh, The entire one. battle sequence. I, I didn't know what else to like. I, you even asked me at the end of the one, You're like, at the end of the movie, you were like, who are they fighting? I don't know. They were fighting somebody. Because you, all you do is see them, you feel like shooting at each other, but shooting at their each other themselves like in inverted time. Well, they were shooting at somebody because there was somebody in like white, like camo. Right. But you only, you only see like two of them. But you don't really know. They never re explain who those people are. Right. So. Yeah, Nolan doesn't get into that at all. Um, because, yeah, like, like you said, there wasn't enough exposition to explain what was going on. So you're constantly trying to catch up. And on top of that, when there was exposition, mm-hmm. they were playing music over the exposition and they had mask on all the time. It was, it was like trying to hear Bane talk for two and a half hours. Yeah, that's exactly it. Like you felt like everybody was Bane in this movie. Well, okay. Watching it the second time, they're not in the mask as much, but a lot of the explaining the more complex pieces are in the mask. Right. So it's like, it's like for me, it's like Bane trying to explain advanced chemistry. I'm like, <laughs> what are you saying? And then you're like, wait, that's Tom Hardy. Okay, I'm getting. All right, sorry, I, I didn't mean to get off. Further. Get off. Um, so those are the three scenes I had: Mumbai, Oslo, and Stalsk Twelve. Do you have any other? So ones? I only had two scenes, and it was the, the the Oslo plane airport scene, and then the last scene. It was just those two. I thought the. I felt like I couldn't not put the last scene in there because that was such a cool like backwards forward fighting scene but that first fighting sequence at oslo the airport like that's your kind of first um taste of this inversion and it was like what is happening so for me i feel like that has to be the best scene because it really just sets up like this whole inversion of like wait a second we knew all these things and now we're going six layers deep really quickly right so that's that's gonna be my vote for favorite scene just because that was the best scene for me. Yeah. I agree. Uh, I felt like, I felt like whenever that was happening, th- those pieces fit together pretty well. Tenant. Yeah. You know how we used to do like Interstellar. Yeah. Tenant. Tenant. Tenet. Oh, we did have that Interstellar. Interstellar. Like anytime we didn't understand anything, and something was really confusing in a movie or whatever. For a while, it was just Inception. Yeah. But then we turned it into I don't know where we got this from, but it's like Interstellar. Right. Yeah. No, okay, no, that's like, good. I like this. Bro tenant, I don't know. Bro tenant, I don't get it. I'm gonna start doing <laughs> I'm gonna start doing it at work at work when people are like telling me stuff and I don't understand. I'm like I don't know. Tenant, tenant bro. Tenant bro. Um I agree. Also seen where that just started coming together. Mm-hmm. Um that was amazing. And like how they crash an airplane was now that's what I'm talking about. I feel the, like you legitimately crashed that airplane, right? Right. Like yeah. the practical action sequences that they had were mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. Um okay, what about the swamp war. I have okay. I have, I have a sequence, not just like one specific scene again, uh, for the swamp award for the worst scene in this movie. I said everything that happens between Oslo, the like crashing the airplane, uh-huh. and then Tallinn when they're the little heist scene, right? When they're they're starting to steal the piece for the algorithm. So everything that happens between there, basically everything that takes place on the yacht. Yeah, it's on super confusing. S- on Sator, on Sator's yacht, is super confusing and and is unnecessary. See, I have that for the um, what the heck is going on for Super Bowl Fifty One. Yeah, I have that for that one because I just didn't understand what was going on. For, okay, what do you what do you have the, for the swamp? For the swamp, I have okay. The explanation of Tenant, I timed it this time. Is okay, good. I like this. This is yeah. You're is right. Is four minutes. When he just like shows up, there's a doctor. She's yeah, like, exp- explain what you said the first time. Okay. Like well, after we watched the movie when you were like, okay. And then John, and John David Washington's response, like the protagonist's response when he's with the scientist. Like, oh, walk, so, walk through it. So if I remember what I said correctly, like basically she's throwing out these like very extreme, like how did Christopher Nolan even write this? Like, what did he even think about to write this? And she's explaining it in scientific terms. And he's just like, yeah, okay. And he just, like, gets it instantly. And he's like, where is the bullet made of? What kind of metal is it? Have you run diagnostics? I can trace it back and find exactly who dealt that that bullet. And I was like, what? No, explain what this is first. They explained what Tenet is for four minutes. 
And all they talked about was it was made in the future and somehow has been put back here. What, what are you talking about? That's all she said. Right. But I also have in that same scene, and it stood out to me the first time, so I kind of took it too literal, but then it stood out again the second time because it's like, it makes sense. So she says, the doctor, I think her name is Barbara, she says, this is, a, this is my nominee for best quote as well. So she goes, don't try to understand it, feel it. And I was like, okay. So the first time I tried not to understand it, no, don't do that. <laughs> try to understand it because you are not going to know what's going on. But the Swamp Award for me is going to go to that explanation for 10. It's way too short. Like, you could have taken this two-and-a-half-hour movie, cut down something stupid, like them just riding a boat to the yacht, or, like, that full, like, what is that stupid um, sailboat sequence when they're, like, oh, yeah. racing? Take that out and just tell us more about what this tenant is because right. I just didn't understand right. Well, that's the whole part of what I was talking about where that was a part of the yacht sequence where yeah. between Oslo and Ta- uh, Tallinn mm-hmm. and everything that happens there, it's just so conf- Like, it makes the movie so much more like confusing. You, okay, so I understood the the yacht sequence Yeah, for the first, let's, okay, let's say, the, let's say that sequence 25 minutes, right? I understood the first 13 minutes. The last 12, I was like, what? Where are we going from here? Like, it was actually really right at that that um, sailboat sequence. Right. After that, I was like, what's happening now? Like when Kat basically tries to murder... Randomly. Randomly murder Sator, and Sator's just like, that didn't make me very happy, but we're moving on. We're moving on, and now you're going to be my partner, sort of. Yeah. Protagonist, what? we're partnering together. I know my, my wife, who I think is having an affair with you... And who wants to kill me... But we're but we're gonna partner. Together we're gonna now. we're gonna work. We're gonna be partners. Yeah. So um, okay. So I, I totally agree that um, we'll, for the swamp award, it's got it's got to be like yeah, the scene where they explain, explain tenant. Man, even if you made it like ten minutes, like add an additional six minutes of a little bit more information of explaining what that movie that is. I'm good with it. Right. I agree. Okay. So the other guy's award for best quote. Um, so you you had the, yeah. There's <laughs> only don't try to understand it feel it that's what she said so the first time i was like cool i'm just gonna sit here and just feel it no right. no don't try, try to do that try to understand it but try to understand it while you're i don't know even know how to explain it so i had one i had one uh and i thought when robert pattinson neil when he says at the end of the movie yeah, I was about to say the only other thing i would think of was i'll see you end. in the beginning yeah basically when it's like for him it was the end of an amazing friendship in partnership with mm-hmm. his friend, the protagonist. And he basically says, I'll see in the beginning because the protagonist is now about to circle back around yeah. and kick all these events off that we just watched. Um, so I don't know which one's the best. We'll, we'll, I'll, I'll let you choose. We can just both have our own. I mean, cause there's, I don't really know. Like don't try to understand it. Feel it super confusing in itself. Right. I'll see in the beginning, beginning kind of exp- that we'll go with that one only because it kind of explains a little bit more like it, that explains tenant more than that does. Right. So we'll just go with yours. Okay, cool. Um, so Super Bowl 51, I said the, the tall and turnstile was the, um, all of the turnstiles. Y- Where did those come from? So say, say tour. Yes. I understood it from that video we watched, but like in the, they don't explain any of that in the where, movie. Where they come from? Yeah. yeah they're just like, yeah, no what doubt. the heck are all these turnstiles doing? Yeah. I would say the Tallinn turnstile, like when you get to Tallinn, the sequence where they are stealing, or I'm sorry. Yes. They are stealing a part of the algorithm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you see the protagonist in forward time, but then you see cat and Sator in inverted time and you're, and you see him, they keep switching back and forth on the sides of the glass. And all of a sudden you see him from the protagonist's viewpoint speaking in jumbled up language. You're like, is he speaking another language that I don't understand? It's like, I thought you spoke Slovakian or Slovenian, whatever he said. And you, I just had no idea. That's That's when things got incredibly... F- confusing because you felt like pieces were coming together and that was like at that point in time when you're like okay we're hitting a tipping point then all of a sudden they introduce inverted time you're like okay i'm totally Whoa. lost again yeah um so but you you had everything that happened between oslo and then Tallinn, everything leading up to Tallinn. yeah so uh, 
basically what is going on. That was like, what the heck is going on? That is like the movie. We could just say Tenet is what the heck's going on. Yeah, super, like the movie Tenet would win Super yeah, Bowl 51. Yeah, it, it literally would win Super Bowl 51. Um, and then, like I said, the, the elevator, like the elevator transport things, yeah. the turnstiles did not understand. I was like, how are these just so strategically placed? But they're not explaining how any of them got there. Right, you don't. You they don't. they do eventually. Like you can figure it out in in separate movies out or videos outside of the movie, but they don't in, explain in the movie what those are. Right. Yeah. So I would for me the whole like the whole like boat sequence with on the yacht between that and then immediately trans like moving into the heist scene with the Tallinn scene, like those two scenes together, just literally took the movie from. Like, okay, I kind of understand to what is going on and then to what at the end because those have played such a big role in, like, the outcome of the movie. Right. But you don't understand those. So it makes the you outcome, un- you're like, what is the point of this outcome? And I literally didn't understand it until I watched that video from um, Eric Voss that explained it. Right. So. I wouldn't even say I kind of understand. I would or. I kind of understand. I would say, like, I'm pretty lost, but then all of a sudden it hits Oslo and then leading through the Tallinn sequence through the second act, and you're like, okay, I'm completely lost. And then at the end of the movie, you're like, okay, I kind of understand where where we are, but I have no idea how we got here, why the stakes were high in any degree. Um, so so what I'm, what I'm getting just from us talking about it, this is a disclaimer. If you're confused at this point listening to this, and you've seen the movie, it's okay. Because I'm confused listening to your explanation of the things that confusing you, and I'm sure that you're confused listening to my explanation of the things that confuse me. So, like, ultimately what I've decided is that this movie is too confusing. Agreed. Okay, sweet. Uh, okay, so the Charlie Clutch Award for the actor or object that is in the movie. <laughs> I like... After Project Power, like, we got to put object. object. I was literally in this movie, I was like, what's an object that has, like, that super clutch? And I literally couldn't think of anything. I was like, are the bullets that are going backwards, maybe? But I don't know. Or or maybe the little keychain that's on Neil's backpack. Yeah, I had a person. So I'll give you my person, and then you can tell me if you want to just go with the keychain or the plane. All right, yeah, cool. So the guy, his name's Himesh Patel. So okay. he, he's the guy that drives the plane into the building... And he's on the boat with Cat at the end. Okay. I really like him. If you ever seen the movie Yesterday, he basically plays the guy who like is the only person that remembers the Beatles songs. I've no. never seen this movie. Okay. He's really, really good in that movie. He's hilarious. I like him as an actor. Um, so for me, I felt like he did a really great job. The only other person that you could really put is the obvious. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Right. But at the same time, the first time you watch this movie, you're like, what the heck is Michael Caine's point in this movie? Right. Yeah, I, I do not think the we sec- could give it to Michael Caine. The second time you're like, the second time I watched it, I was like, okay, I understand his point. First time, I had no idea what he was doing. What, Like, why is he just sitting here eating french fries? Right. You you think, like the first time I watched this movie, I, w- I literally thought to myself, I, I know that Nolan sticks with his guys and gals that he has mm-hmm. in his movies. But I literally thought to myself, did he literally just write a random scene for Michael Caine to no, be in this movie? In? He literally said, "Michael Caine, come sit down, have lunch, and just say whatever you want." That's literally about how much sense his scene made the first time you watch it. Right. Just say whatever you want. It doesn't even have to do anything with the movie. Because I literally did not understand what he was talking about, and maybe it's because I couldn't hear him the first time we watched it. Right. But yeah, it's just like, hey, Mike, Sir Mike, you want to come? We'll get, well, you can even keep your name so it's not too confusing for you, old man. Like, just keep your name. You'll be Sir Michael. What was the guy's name that you, you threw out His there? His name was Himesh Patel. Himesh Patel. We, I, I highly recommend that Yesterday movie if you want to get, watch it. I'm checking it out. So, Michael Caine was the name that I threw out there, but the, the only other thing that I had was the, the small object that yeah. helps point you in the right direction of who's who and where Neil is throughout the end. Because Neil has the most confusing timeline. And that little small chain that's on his backpack that Nolan tips you off with to go, this is Neil. It's almost like uh, Dom Cobb's little turn. Right. Little top. Yeah. So, I'm good with that. Yeah. We give going, it to the little, going, going with the keychain on Neil's backpack. Two weeks in a row, we give it to objects not rather, a, not a person. Know, rather than a person. Okay. Um, so, the That Guy Award, the Bartolo That Guy Award. Um, I've got 
three three folks. Blue tell here. me, tell me if you no. got anything different. Okay, go ahead. Andrew Howard, uh, he is in Limitless, uh-huh. Taken Three, Hangover Part Two, and he if let me just pull up his picture. If you know who this Andrew guy is, Howard? you look at this guy and you're like, oh. That's a random bad guy that just showed oh. up in movies, and he's like, oh, oh, okay. That's just a random, that's like... I think he was in, no, he was not in Project Power. He looks like the same guy in Project Power. Go ahead. So he's just like your, your typical bad guy that just shows up, and you're like, that's definitely yeah. a bad guy. He's in like, movies for like, to, what, two seconds? Yeah, he, he doesn't even have to say anything. You're like, that's a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Um, Martin Donovan. So this is a guy uh, okay. that is basically... Talking to the protagonist. Oh, he's in the, the movie. tenant guy. He's the tenant guy who does this. What is he? In? He is an. I looked. I. I looked at that guy. I was like, that guy is from something. That guy is from oh, somewhere. I've never he's seen that guy Ant-Man, before. Man. Wow. Okay. And he's at the beginning of Ant Man, and he's a part of building Shield when he's talking with Peggy Carter and D. H. Michael Douglas. Uh huh. And the only other obvious person for me was Michael Caine. No. So mine is actually Kenneth Branagh. Brana, Brana, what's his name? Brana. Brana, it's me. That that's who I have. Why? Because. Would you have Would you have known his name before today? Yeah, I knew who that was. No, you didn't. I swear. Where from? What? I don't remember what he's in. Uh huh. Exactly. You would see him be like, hey. It's a, it's like well, a, what else is he in? Okay, so he's Infinity War. Infinity War. He's in Murder on the Orient Express. He plays. I did know this. Yeah. I okay. Knew this. He's in Dunkirk. Plays a small role oh, in Dunstone. He's in That's Valkyrie. Right. He's in a bunch of other little like TV shows. He also plays in Harry Potter, Chamber of Secrets. Those movies suck. All right. You just lost all of our listeners. Way to go. So I went with him because to me, every time I see that guy, I'm like, hey, there's that guy. Like there's that, there's that guy. I don't know his name. For me, the definition of that guy award is someone's face you recognize, but you have no idea what his name is. And you know he's in something else. So for me, the only two options in my of your three, the only two are you can't give it to Michael Caine because unless you live under a rock, you know who Michael Caine is. Yeah, I agree. The only other option other than Kenneth Branagh is Andrew Howard. Because when you see his face, you're like, oh yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about. But Kenneth Branagh to me is a bigger actor that is still like, I didn't know your name. We can give it to him. I feel like I, I, I agree because I, I feel like realize. I made a pretty Who good pitch. Who does he play in Infinity War? Uh, I don't even know the person's name. Hold on, let me get to it. He plays in Infinity War. Yeah. Uh, hold on. Fill this time with something while I find this guy. Oh, here we go. I found it. Internet so crazy. Okay, Infinity War. He plays an Asgardian distress call. Distress call. So he's literally just his voice. Oh, so murder, it's his voice. Murder on the Orient Express. He's well, he Herky, plays the main character Herky in that movie. Porra. Uh Dern Kirk, his name is Commander Bolton. He's in uh Jack Ryan, Shadow Recruit, what? Macbeth. Uh oh yeah, we gotta give it to him. Let's I see. Agree. Valkyrie. What else? What you else? You don't have to convince me any further. I'm saying you're right. Yeah, I'm just I'm just giving you more. Wild Wild West. The Road to El Dorado. Miguel. Oh, he's Miguel's voice in the little cartoon. You ever seen that movie? Long time ago. Yeah, it's a good movie. I like that movie. Okay. Yeah. Going. Yeah. Yeah. It's Kenneth. It's you. So it's you for you, Kenny boy. That guy award. Going to Kenneth, Kenneth Branagh. It's Don't pronounce the GH. It's, it's Branagh. Br- okay. Silent GH. Yeah. It's just like Kenneth B R A N A W. Yeah. Branagh. Yeah. If you look on Google, that's the. Pr- I'm I guarantee you that's how it's like in parentheses. Uh-huh, is it whatever. W? Yep. I'm going to look it up. Okay. Um, all right. Let's jump into director rank here. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of his 11 feature films, where does this one rank for you? So I put top eight, top seven, eight, maybe. So you have The Dark Knight, Batman Begins. No, this is no order. I'm just listing the movies that are better. Um, Dark Knight, Batman Begins, Interstellar, Dunkirk, Inception, The Prestige. Okay. I don't, I haven't seen Memento. Okay. And I don't even know the names of the other ones. Okay, so... So that leaves like, what, two? I think that this one is 10th. 10th? Okay. The only one that is not better than this one is his first feature film, The Following. 
Okay. And that's because the budget was basically $5. Sure. And he and his brother went out and made a movie. Oh, and okay. And that's where he got signed on, and then he did Memento after that, and people started realizing, hey, I this haven't guy seen can Memento direct. yet, so. So I feel like, this, like I said, this may get better with time for me, but for me, this is his next to last film. So at this Insomnia point in is the other movie that I have not seen. I haven't even heard of that movie. So that's what I think Robin was it Robin, Robin Williams. Al Pacino yeah. and Hilary Swank. I feel bad for not seeing that, but I'm going to find, I'll watch it. So I, 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 the only one this is better than is the following. And that's because of the production uh, budget that he had for that was basically yeah. nothing. Um, oh, Insomnia's on HBO Max. I'm going to go watch that tonight. Go watch it tonight, dude. Um, I'll let you know. So what about lead actor rank some, um, some of the lead actors robert so, pattinson john, so john david washington john david i i have i have robert pattinson in here as well because he he was a supporting actor i would say that if if this came down to um he's definitely a supporting guy. like uh, academy awards he yes. would be supporting john david washington is what i did not know this is uh denzel washington's son and when you know that he sounds just like him mm-hmm. like they literally talk the same his only other big movie is called is Spike Lee's movie from a few years ago called, called Black, Black Klansman. Yeah. Fantastic movie if you haven't seen it. Highly recommend it. Um, so this is definitely second for me. I did not like him in this movie. I thought he was very... He was deadpan, he right? He was acting. It wasn't him being a character. He was acting. I knew he was acting the entire time. He never convinced me that he was his character does that make sense yeah i agree i felt the same exact way so i have the same thing i i thought that john david washington he he was i said the same thing he's just not convincing enough for me uh, he's very he's very jgl in this movie yeah yeah he did he he did not do a good enough job convincing me that he was a part of this espionage Mm -hmm. spy lifestyle like i felt like he was acting i agree Robert Pattinson, on the other hand, I thought what he he offered a great comedic relief to this crazy story. I right. thought and I thought he he was a good change of pace whenever yeah. he would he would be a part of scenes. What's What's interesting about Robert Pattinson is like I had this whole um, Edward vibe from him forever. You know, like Team Edward vibe from yeah. Vampire from uh, book Twilight. Twilight, yeah. So he was good in those, even though I didn't like those movies. Right. Then they announced him as the Batman, and I was like, "What? This is a joke." That's literally like, what I thought. This is I was a like, joke. You're absolutely kidding. And then my buddy Robbie said, "No, go watch some of his other movies." And so I've really paid attention to him in the past couple of years of like really watching his his other movies. Um, He's really good. Dude. Good time is really great. Uh, High Life is a movie that I would not recommend to people. Other. Be- only because it's just such a weird movie, but he's awesome in that movie. He's a really, really good actor. He just had another one come out called um, The Devil All the Time. It's a Netflix movie that apparently he's really, really good in. So I am I liked him a lot in this movie. I'm actually really looking forward to him being the Batman. Yeah, I agree. He I cannot like- be worse than Affleck. No, I don't think so. Can't be worse. I think we're obviously with Nolan's rendition of the batman with the dark knight series we're so it's, spoiled it's, it's hard to get over that but if if we can't have that again in the spin that he put on mm-hmm. it i'm excited to see where this new bat like where they take this new batman because yeah. whereas when i heard them announce robert pattinson as batman i was like this is a joke uh but ever since seeing this um this movie with Tennant, and then also hearing him as being announced as Batman, I'm like, okay, I think he's shedding the whole vampire Twilight. You know how deal. when when um, actors who have been like that one character forever, yeah, like Daniel Radcliffe had a really tough time not being Harry Potter, right, and has chosen some very very weird movies, right. Um, Elijah Wood, same thing. Frodo, Baggins. very very strange movie choices. Robert Pattinson, like, almost, like, took a step back. And he's like, how can I show my acting ability? And he chose some really great movies. Like, he's in this movie called The Lost City of Z that I have not seen yet. High Life was a very independent film. Good Time is actually, I think it's on Netflix. 
It's only like an hour and 45 minutes. Really, really good movie. You should go watch it. Like tonight or tomorrow. You said good time? Good time or good times, whichever. It's right there, right? Good, good time. Yep. Yeah, go watch that. It's really good. Yeah. It's directed by the same guys that did Uncut Gems, but it's a better movie. Really? So, yeah. So, John David Washington, not, not great. Uh, Robert Pattinson. Good, great really actor. Good. Just not a good movie for him. And Kenneth Branagh. I mean... Fantastic. I mean, did I mean, an amazing job. One of my favorite. Be one of his best. Yeah, best I mean, movies. he's he transforms in Murder on the Orient Express. Like his character is just such a weirdo, and he right. does such a good job. But this one, it just like, man, his presence is just like very. Un- you, it's unnerving. Yeah, yeah. He you're was like he was convincing. You're like this guy can kill me. Yeah, he was convincing us. That also, person. he has a great beard. Does he have a beard in this movie? I think I was so busy trying to figure out like, every, I don't uh, think I even realized yeah, that beard, he had a his beard. His beard is awesome. I was really like they like focus in on it really really late in the movie and I was like, man, that's awesome. Okay, so what about this as a mini series? Should have been a mini series. You think? It would be I would enjoy it so much more. No, I think I see I I disagree. I think it being a I I like that it was a spectac- spectacle. I like that Nolan took the risk that he did even though I was really frustrated with mm-hmm. it. I just, I like, like, the whole James Bond aspect of it, like the spy espionage. I think that just works great as a movie. I don't know if that works well, as a have, series. Have you seen uh, the Jack Reacher? Is that who it is? Yeah, I've so, seen the Jack Reacher movies. Not the movies. What's the one? Jack Ryan. Oh, Jack Ryan with, uh, with uh, Krasinski. Yeah. Have you seen those? No. Really, really good. This could have been the same thing. Like, this could have been the same thing. Really, with really. This, with this complex of a concept? I think it, I think if you can get, it wouldn't be as complex because you could spend an episode and a half explaining what it is, and each time you in, introduce a new layer, you take a little bit of time in each episode explaining it. Two and a half hours is not enough to explain this movie. You need ten hours to watch this, like ten hours to explain this. No, I I disagree. I, AKA I think, ten one hour episodes. I just think it was. If you're looking for if you're looking confusing. for that spy really cool cinematography story, then put this as a miniseries, just like Jack Jack Ryan. But then if you're looking for that super confusing, you could explain it more. I would have enjoyed it more. But if you like it better as just one movie, then that's fine. I don't care. I like it as a big spectacle. Uh, so I have a quality rating. I don't have an entertainment rating. Okay. My I quality rating is is an A. I thought the the way they filmed this movie. Sure. Uh, the quality of the movie, and like I said, it was a spectacle, man. I mean, yeah. it is something awesome to go see in theaters. If you, I'm not encouraging anybody to go to the theaters if you feel uncomfortable or um, if your theaters aren't open, whatever the case. Which I'm not is a ab- bummer. I'm, yeah, I'm not advocating for people to just go out and go to the movies, um, but if you feel comfortable enough and you're allowed to go see the movie, uh, I think it's worth going to the movie to see because no, it is such a spectacle. And that's why it got postponed so many times is because no one was like, hey, I'm Christopher Nolan. This will be released in theaters. Yeah, this is going to be a theaters movie. So he's waiting for as many to be open as possible. Right. I totally agree. I have an A+, because um, technically this movie is fantastic. The editing, the cinematography, the score, the story, the co- the plot, even though it's so incredibly confusing, A plus tech- technical quality, A plus. I agree. It's probably it's it's ju- it's exactly what Christopher Nolan does with his movies. Yeah, it's an A. Uh, I don't. I didn't have A plus. I put A plus uh, because the editing is just outstanding. It is really good. Uh, the entertainment value, I put question mark because I did not know if I if I was entertained because of how crazy of a movie that was, or mm-hmm. if I was frustrated because of how complex of a movie. It so was. I only have it as a five for now because, and I Just put split down the middle. I put, yeah. So I put a disclaimer. It depends on if you're wanting a cool movie. If you're wanting a cool movie, I'll give it a seven. If you're wanting a movie that you're trying to actually understand and like, enjoy watching because you understand it i give it like a three yeah because for the average person like my mom this would blow her mind hole to the point of she would never watch a movie again she would not like this movie and she would not enjoy it even my dad who like would actually understand it maybe he wouldn't like this so for the average viewer 
that's not going to sit here and dissect a movie, not going to enjoy this movie. Right. I, I, that's a that's a very very good assessment of the entertainment value. I asked Lindsay. I agree. Lindsay was like, hey, what are you doing today? I was like, I need to go see Tenet again before we talk about it because I don't know what it is. I was like, I felt, you know, you don't want to go without your wife if you don't have to. So I was like, do you want to go? She's like, no. Because <laughs> she went with us the first time and she was just like, what is this? Yeah. So I was like, do you want to go? She's like, no, I'll stop. I'd rather work. Hard pass. Hard, hard pass. Hard pass. Um, okay, cool. Well, we would love to hear what you have to say um, about about the film. Um, if, if, if you, you have you, answers, tell us. Yeah, tell us. If, if you loved it, I'll text gr- you. great. Uh, we are excited for you. We're still trying to decide. <laughs> I'll catch up with you in about... Um, Next year. A couple years. A couple years? Yeah. Let me. Let me... It needs to come out where I can watch it multiple times and fast or rewind scenes so I can watch it again like your dad watches sports. That's how I need to watch this movie. Oh, wait, I got to see that. Yeah. Uh, let me show you this part. <laughs> My dad's the best, man. Yeah, except when it comes to just wanting to sit there and watch No, sports. he's the best. That's the coolest. I love it's, talking to stuff with my dad like that. No, it's awesome to talk about it. But it's like games I don't care about. Like It's like Auburn and Arkansas. Like I don't care what just happened to Ar- to Auburn. What you don't care about like the fine details of like a well designed I care and thought out play. I care nothing about what Auburn does oh, as a program. I can I I just have I understand your point. I understand the point you're making. But if Tennessee does something cool, I don't care. I hope Tennessee fails in everything that they do. Not the state. The university. The football team. No, the university. Oh really? Yeah. Man, that's harsh, dude. That's how I feel. Okay, cool. Um, well, join us next week when we are going to be breaking down Gerard Butler's new apocalypse-themed movie. Green Gerard Man. Butler. He's the bomb. Plus, Diggity. apocalypse movie equals yes. Sure. Yeah, we're pretty pumped. Absolutely. It's going to be a good one, I think. I love apocalypse movies. Um, so... You can view us um, or listen to us now on Apple Podcasts, and soon it will be available on Spotify. I'm trying to, to get listen. It on Spotify this weekend. So if you are driving down to work, throw you don't have to watch us on YouTube. You yeah. can throw us up um, over your car speakers and listen to us on Apple Podcasts and soon to be or when you're Spotify cutting the grass. Podcast. Yeah, cutting the grass. Yeah, that's whatever, what I do. Uh, whenever you have some time, it uh, doesn't have to be a time that you have to sit down and just watch everything we talk about. You can. Um, join us on Apple and like I said soon to be Spotify if you are trying if you have seen this movie and you're trying to understand it to a greater degree I'm going to um, I'll, yeah I'll post a link yeah, we're going to post a link to a video that really helped us understand um, Eric Voss of New Rock Stars on YouTube um, he has posted a video of a breakdown of the timeline of this movie and it really helps explain how to follow this movie. Do not only do not watch this before you, if you haven't seen it do not watch this. Watch it after you watch the movie. Otherwise yes. you will just go in confused. Right? Yes. Yeah. So you you will go in watch his very video confused. watch his video after you've watched the movie. Right. So Eric Voss, uh, New Rock Stars, uh, his video really helped us because he breaks down each individual person mm-hmm. uh, from a main character standpoint, where they are and what their timeline looks like throughout the movie. Yeah. Um, so thanks for so much for joining us on the show with the other guys. We can't wait to talk to you next week when we break down Gerard Butler's new apocalypse-themed movie, Greenland. We will catch you next week on the Flippity Flip. See you on the flippity flip.